At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. Brian Ortega's here as well. Shout out to the crew as well. Uh, Matt Hicks, Rob Moreno, Kevin Trask. Kevin working working overtime always over on the audio board. But now with us, uh, he hosts the New York City cast. You see him across the network, Lombardi Line, betting across America, other places, other shows, plenty of places to see our next guest. Will Hill joins us right now. Will, good morning to you. Young Jeffrey, you're doing a hell of a job. I uh, appreciate, appreciate you having it. me on. Good to, good to have you on. Will, let's just dive right in because... You're the host of New York City cast, the second best team in the National League, and the best team in baseball reside in New York. So as we get to the second half here, the Mets lead the NL East by two and a half over Atlanta. The Yankees are way up on the AL East competition, but two games with Houston today, the Astros are the only wrench that could be put into this Yankee one-seed coronation going into the second half, and like I said, double dip today, admitted made in, in Houston. Yeah, uh, I played Houston in game one. The Yankees didn't announce their pitchers until recently. Montgomery, I guess, is pitching game one. He figured it'd be Montgomery and Tyone because Cole pitched Sunday. Cortez pitched in the all-star game. Remember, Severino's hurt. So uh, you figure it'd be some combination here of Tyone, Montgomery. I think they're going Montgomery game one. Looks like Tyone game two. 
I like the Astros. I just think the Yankees don't match up well. The Astros pitching's good. It sort of exposes the flaws here for the Yankees, the bottom of the lineup, whether it's Gallo, Kiner Falefa. I know Trevino's had a nice year here, but man, if you're down a run, bases loaded, two outs, you know, do you trust Trevino to come up and get a base hit? Uh, to me, this Astro team is good. They're rested because remember, all their guys skipped the All Star game because they didn't want to get booed at Dodger Stadium, which I don't blame them. But uh, to me, the Astros have played well against the Yankees. The Yankees struggle in this building, uh, so I did play Astros game one, and uh, you know, fingers crossed here. Just as a baseball fan, Yankees Astros in the ALCS, Mets Dodgers in the NLCS. That's the best. I mean, I know the Braves are really good. You could throw some of these other teams in there, but just from an entertainment standpoint, if we can get you know seven of these in October, uh, it'd be a hell of a thing to watch. Now you you you've uh, said that plenty of times. The the Yankee Astro one side, Met Dodger other side. Even though I will say, even though it would be very bad for my blood pressure, a Mets Braves NLCS would also be good. Ooh. But that would also be a lot. That, that the Do- stomaching a loss to the Dodgers as a Mets fan is one thing. Stomaching a, a, an NLCS potential series loss to the Braves, if that were to happen, would be a whole different ball game for me. But could have Kenny Rogers throw out the first pitch if it's. Oh uh, yeah, th- thanks, thanks. We'll bring Benitez back too. That that would be great as well. Uh, shades of '99, right there that Will is referring to, uh, the infamous walk to walk, walk off walk to end the NLCS in '99. Uh, Andrew Jones was the batter, right? It was Andrew Jones who he walked? I'm pretty sure. Kenny yeah, Rogers. I think it was, and that yeah. was that was just a bit outside. Yeah, just slightly, just slightly on that one, just ruining Piazza's big moment in that game six. Will any other baseball plays for today? Uh, I did play Tigers in game one. Remember, there's a couple double headers. There's six games mm-hmm. in total, a couple double headers. So, uh, Scooble is going in game one for the Tigers. A's uh, have really struggled against lefties. 284 Woba, worst in the league. Scooble's been really good. A lone bright spot for the Tigers, who are just dreadful. Played a little better recently, uh, but the Tiger bullpen's been good recently. So you figure if, if Detroit gets the lead here, uh, they should be able to hold on to it. Minus 145, not a bad price. Uh, there's been a trend here. Road favorites the day after the All Star break have done well for whatever reason. Maybe it's because uh, the travel is. You know, it's not as big of a deal because all these teams are rested. So road favorites day after the All-Star break has been a very profitable trend. Uh, A struggled versus lefty, so I did play the Tigers minus a dollar forty-five in Game One. And that uh, that's uh, Scooble going for Detroit as they again two of two of baseball's worst right out of the gate with the Tigers and the A's playing too. And again, will a lot of these games today are because of the schedule getting pushed back a week. So that's why originally we were going to have Dodgers and Giants only today. That's why the Yankees and the Astros are playing a doubleheader. That's why the the Tigers and A's are playing a doubleheader. That's why the Marlins and the Rangers have this random one-game standalone and playing a doubleheader against each other in September. So uh, no complaints for me yesterday. Yesterday was, uh, was boring enough. We don't need another day of that. Remember last year we had uh, the same thing where that Thursday of the all-star break, it was supposed to be just Yankees and Red Sox. Remember the Yankees had a big COVID outbreak. So that game got canceled and we had no games on that Wednesday, no games on that Thursday shades of the, uh, the 2020 pandemic. So happy to have some baseball and I don't know if we'll get to it, but I did play another win total that I think is really good. Uh, Nationals under 61 wins. They are currently 31 and 63. That is 330 baseball. They would have to go 31 and 37 to beat you and play 456 baseball. 
that ain't happening. Nationals under 61 wins. If you can find that one is a good one. Um, Nationals look, I mean, they're bad with these guys. And if they trade Soto, I'm sure they'll trade, you know, Josh Bell, Nelson Cruz, some relievers. Uh, The Nationals are not winning 31 more games, 30 more games uh, under Nationals wins, I think is a very strong play. Do you think Soto gets dealt by the deadline, Will? Are there odds on it somewhere? I would still say no. I haven't seen no. any odds yet, no. I would still say no, just because I think it's hard to throw together that kind of package. Uh, you know, like I don't feel strongly about it, but like I don't buy the fact that the Mets will be in. I don't think they'll trade him within the division. Um, it's not the Yankees' way to go out and, and get that kind of guy anymore. It's not George Steinbrenner where George would go out and give whatever it takes, take on Corbin, take on Strasburg. He wouldn't care. So, I, you know, I think it's the Dodgers. It's probably a couple other teams. Look, plenty of teams would be interested. And it's just in terms of the price tag and what you have to give up, take Corbin back. I think doing this deal, throwing it together in a week or two is tricky. So I will go with no. But it'd be fun if he got traded. I'm rooting for him to get traded. I, I really don't think he gets dealt before the deadline, even though everything – it has been a very interesting week for the, for Soto and the Nats because you had the news come out over the weekend that Soto declined it. Obviously, someone from the Nats front office leaked that, and then Boris yesterday said, "Oh, the Nationals refused to pay for his for for a charter for him and made him fly commercial across the country to Los Angeles." Uh, and a lot, a lot of posturing going on between the, uh, the and then the Mets Boris drafted and the catcher, and as people yeah, as people know, the Mets best proc prospect is a catcher one of the best prospects in baseball yeah, for then they double alvarez. up and yeah and then they spend a first round pick out of catcher so that got people's wheels spinning hey maybe alvarez could be in a deal like i said i don't know what you think about this i find it very hard to believe the nationals would turn around trade him within the division like at some point you want to be good again do you really want this guy haunting you for the next 12 years to me i i know you have to take the best deal possible and i always push back when these teams are like oh like remember Kawhi leonard the spurs they didn't want to trade him in the west like if you're the spurs you're not gonna be good for a while just trade them get the best package back they got an awful return for him so usually i'm in favor of getting the best package back and i still am i just don't think realistically with somebody this good this young he gets traded within the division you know if it wasn't if if, if there were more potential suitors will where if we're just going through soto suitors the Yankees make the most sense to me because it also, A, A after Judge's comments at the, at the All-Star game, it sure seems like Judge isn't coming back. So if you replace Judge with Soto, that's actually a very, a very much so a long-term upgrade for the New York Yankees. They are the one team, but like you said, yeah. I, just, I am concerned about uh, the, the, the younger Steinbrenner's willingness to pay a guy $525 million, which would probably be what it takes. They've been very conservative recently with money, the luxury tax, and very conservative at the deadline, not wanting to give up prospects. And, you know, half the time these prospects don't even amount to much. So, yeah, it hasn't been their way lately. If if George was in charge, this guy would be, you know, in Yankee Stadium tomorrow night or playing against the Astros tonight wearing a Yankee uniform. It would have already been done. It's just it's not the way they do business anymore. Yeah, no. And again, well, I, I you and I are in agreement. I think Soto gets dealt in the offseason. But I'm not as certain as you on on, on the uh, on the within the division thing. I think it's a little bit of a new era at this point. And also, too, we next year in the scheduling, we we're seeing a balance, a more balanced schedule. So they're going to eliminate I think six divisional games at least. And will with the extra wild card, I, I've been pushing this forever. If baseball was smart, just even out the schedule completely, get rid of the divisions and just go two leagues. Get your pure best six teams in the postseason instead of having like this year in the National League where you're going to end up with the winner of the NL Central 
probably ending up eight games behind the second place NL East champion, uh, second place NL East finisher, I should say. And what's really unfair, and I love the Mets Yankees games. I'm, you know, usually there's six of them this year. There's only four, which is disappointing because those games, especially this year, are going to be so much fun. But the Braves don't have to play the Yankees at all, and the Mets yeah. have to play them four times, which is really not fair at all. The Braves get Boston as those yeah. cross games, which we'll see. We'll see what happens with, with those. All right, well, we got a little under two minutes. You said you made some more NFL bets. Yeah, I gave these out on the Lombardi line the other day, starting to uh, fire on some more season win totals. I play Titans under nine and a half wins. I just think when you look at Tannehill without uh, Julio Jones, without A.J. Brown last year, if he doesn't have his weapons, he's very pedestrian. And they have a tough schedule. They have road games against the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Packers. They also play the Bengals, the Cowboys. They also play the AFC West. Uh, Henry's getting up there in age in terms of carries. To me, getting to 10 wins uh, is going to be difficult. So I did play under 9.5 wins for the Titans. And look, you're not getting the best of the number, but the under on the Bears, it's six, six and a half juiced. Uh, to me, Ryan Pace, the former general manager, basically took a blowtorch to this organization. They have no talent. They have no secondary. They have no offensive line. They have no skill position players. Unless Justin Fields is Patrick Mahomes 2.0, I don't see how this team wins seven games. I could easily see him winning three or four, having the first or second pick, pick in the draft. To me, this roster is just dreadful. So not the best of the numbers, but to me, Bears under is still a, a good play. That roster so bad. Oof. It's so bad. And, and again, in a year where... You have to you have to know what you're getting out of fields by the end of this year. I don't know how you can fairly do that with the roster that they have around them in Chicago. We talked about it on NFC North Day earlier in the week. I think they're pretty clearly number four in that division. Even the Lions are significantly better than they are right now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VSIN Summer Special is here. Take advantage of it today. For just $19, you get everything we do. For the end of July. So sign up today. You'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke on MLB, preseason coverage of the NFL, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. You want the full VEASAN experience, which includes a daily best bet email, every additional point spread weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream, whenever you want it. Costs just $19 to be a subscriber through the end of July. That's July 31. Sign up now, vcin.com slash summer. Happy to be with you. I am Jeff Parles. Brian Ortega is here as well. Dieter Kurdenbach joins us in 15 minutes. Columnist for the Bay Area News Group. We'll get the thoughts on Jimmy G. Get thoughts on the NFC West as a whole with Dieter in 15 minutes. But speaking of Jimmy G, 
the 49ers are next on our previews here. The Niners last year, of course, needed to win their last two games in order to make the playoffs, and they do that. They end up winning in Dallas. Uh, I was. I, it is so funny how your brain works, where you kind of sometimes scrub ridiculous plays from your brain. The Dak Prescott quarterback sneak that ended the wild card game against the 49ers was circulating yesterday for some reason. That is still one of the most comical plays in the history of the league. <laughs> it just it just really is. Niners, of course, with no offensive touchdowns, go to Lambeau, beat the Packers in the divisional round, and then almost get there in the end. Lose by three in the NFC title game against the L.A. Rams. So the Niners last year, overachieving, I would say, I think is pretty fair to say. With the way their offense was, Debo Samuel turning into a scat back and one of the best runners of the football of the entire season by the end. He was not really wanting to play running back anymore. Of course, contract dispute with Debo and the 49ers. Debo last year was just awesome at everything. 1,400 receiving yards, 365 rushing yards for Debo. But again, the quarterback situation is what this all comes down to. Here's the Niners' betting profile. Here are all these odds, of course, courtesy of BetMGM. Nine and a half wins for the Niners. So the 49ers would juice to the over at nine and a half, minus 140. Under plus 115. They're minus two and a quarter to make the postseason yet again, plus 180 to miss. Three to one, second favorite to win the NFC West. 14 to one to win, win the NFC and 30 to one to win it all. 30 to 1 feels a little steep, actually. But all roads lead to who is going to play quarterback here. That's what it comes down to. Trey Lance last year, we saw very, very limited action of Trey Lance. Started two games. The one started Arizona. They essentially had to run the Air Force wing T. Because of his lack, the lack of trust they had in him throwing the ball. The second game came against one of the worst in the NFL. That was week 17 at home against Houston. And a game against Houston, the tech, that first half, if you remember, the Texans were actually leading at halftime 7-3. to three, And Lance was bad in that first half. Through a horrible interception, Looked very uncomfortable. Second half significantly better through a pair of touchdowns. The Niners ended up winning the game 23-7. to And yours truly had his worst betting beat of the entire year of Texans plus 15. In a game that the Texans had no business not covering any of the numbers. But we really don't know anything of what Trey Lance is going to be. Now, when the Niners took him, of course trading all those assets up to get to three into the 2021 draft. I had no problem with the pick. Trey Lance has a humongous ceiling. He also has a very low floor, though. And we're going to find out pretty quickly this year if Trey Lance is going to get close to that ceiling or if it's more going to be on the low side. Here's the schedule for the 49ers. Now, week one is fascinating. Because it's the two second-year quarterbacks at Chicago for the Niners. And because of the way the, the Bears roster construction is and 
first-time head coach, first time in Luke Getze calling plays as an OC there in Chicago. The Niners are a six-and-a-half-point road favorite in week one without knowing who the quarterback is in the market. Now, let's just think about how crazy that is for a second. Where the Bears on uh, to the power rankings are so bad that a team that has not determined in all likelihood their quarterback just yet that they're almost a touchdown dog at home. The Seahawks week two win that game. They have some easier stretches on this schedule. Week five, six, they get the two bad NFC South teams on the road. They'll just stay on the East Coast. That shouldn't be much of an issue. But all in all, because of the way these NFC West schedules cross this year, the AFC West and the the uh, the NFC South, where the NFC South is not the hardest of draws, but you still have to play Tampa if New Orleans is better than expectations. They're not easy. But the AFC West... That cross is obviously the killer cross here. The best division on paper going into a season that we can remember. The AFC West games for San Francisco. They play Kansas City in week seven at home. Chargers week 10 at home. On the road in Denver early week three. And then a New Year's Day showdown against the Raiders here in Vegas. Which, by the way, Brian, I don't know if you've looked at us secondary market tickets here in Vegas this year yet. The pricing for the Niners game is absolutely ridiculous, which is not overly surprising whatsoever. A lot of Niner fans live here already. Not a, not a hard flight from the Bay Area, regardless of where you are in the Bay Area, here to Vegas. It's the Battle of the Bay in Las Vegas. Yes, yes. The old Battle of the Bay, but not in Oakland anymore. But this whole season for San Francisco, and again, it, it You're really beating the drum here. It is Trey Lance. If he is your week one starter, which again, that should be the expectation. Jimmy Garoppolo was given permission yesterday by the team to seek a trade. The problem is who is the trade partner for Jimmy G that makes sense. If they're willing to trade Jimmy G within the division, sure, Seattle could make sense. He's better than either of those guys up there. If Houston wants to not fully tank, then Jimmy Garoppolo makes sense there. If they want to fully tank, I again, I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't give up assets if I were the Texans for Garoppolo if I'm trying to get as high of a pick as possible this year with Davis Mills looking to be their week one starter. And then that leaves Cleveland, who Cleveland today, in new names from the past, Brian Ortega, they want four quarterbacks on the roster going into week one with the uncertainty surrounding Deshaun Watson. So they already have, obviously, Jacoby Brissett. They have Josh Dobbs on their team right now. And they brought in for workouts today, Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, the former top 10 pick. And A.J. McCarron. So blast from the past there for Cleveland. Let's say this. I know those guys would be down the depth chart. I like Jacoby Brissett as a backup. But if Deshaun Watson is out at least eight games, your playoff hope is probably going to be sunk if you're Cleveland. Yes. If you don't go out and make a deal for Jimmy Garoppolo. And I know people don't like Jimmy Garoppolo for whatever reason. He's a league average quarterback, which is significantly better than what Cleveland had last year because Baker wasn't a disaster and what Jacoby Brissett is. 
Now I would be curious to see what the Niners get back for Jimmy G if that were to be the trade. So assuming that, then Trey Lance is your week one starter. I have no idea how to handicap him, guys. Because my preconceived notions is that with the right coaching, Trey Lance could end up being the best quarterback of all of them out of the 2021 draft. But the guy was clearly not ready to play last year. Just clearly. Didn't, just didn't have it. You know, didn't like when have you're watching it in the two starts. Correct. They ran the wing T basically for him in the first start. And it took a whole half to get going against one of the worst teams in the NFL. And even then he wasn't overly impressive against Houston in that win. I can't bet anything San Francisco related until I see Trey Lance. I really can't. I would be inclined maybe to look at unders, but what happens if Trey Lance exceeds expectations? What happens if he was the missing piece for Kyle Shanahan and company out there? Of course, Kyle Shanahan loses his offensive coordinator and Mike McDaniel to be the head coach in Miami. Chris Forster and and Bobby Slowick are your co-offensive coordinators. doesn't really matter because Shanahan calls the plays. And Demeco Ryan's Demeco Ryan's going to be head coach next year in the NFL. I really do think that. I think someone's going to hire him this offseason. Niner defense still looks sharp. They're going to be a good unit. They'll be a top 10 unit as they have been over the last few years, assuming they stay healthy. But all things for the Niners depend on Trey Lance. And this year it is a complete, I don't know going into it. Because it could go really poorly and the Niners are one of your bigger underachievers. Or he could be great, be in the MVP race even. And the Niners are your NFC West champions pretty easily. Welcome back. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. Happy to be with you today. I'm Jeff Parles. Brian Ortega here as well. But now with us from the Bay Area, fellow Missoula alum to me. It's our guy, Dieter Kurtenbach, a columnist for the Bay Area News Group. Dieter, good morning. Thanks for being with us. It's my pleasure. How are you guys doing? doing? Doing pretty well, Dieter. And I just want to start off because we'll look at the whole NFC West with you here, but we at least got to go with the San Francisco 49er angle to start here. Jimmy G yesterday gets permission uh, to to seek a trade uh, again, the timing of it I know has to do with the injury, but still seems kind of odd. Where the game of musical chairs is mostly completed at this point. But Dieter, what's your sense of things for Garoppolo going in here? That will he be a Niner for much lo- much more longer, or is he going to stay on this roster heading into the season, creating an interesting dynamic in the QB room? I wish that I had a definitive answer on what the Niners planned on doing. Uh, they've been obviously rather cagey because they've completely botched the situation. Right. Their number one priority this offseason has been get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, they have failed dramatically, uh, emphatically. And the, the whole telling Jimmy Garoppolo's agent, Don Yee, who's also Tom Brady's agent, Uh, hey, you can look for a trade is the equivalent of somebody in retail saying, I mean, you could take a look if you want. It's not going to be anything. It's not going to be anything. (laughs) You could take a look if you want. Um, We've all been in that spot. Where's he going to go? There's one team that makes some sense. It's the Cleveland Browns, and that entirely depends on Deshaun Watson's suspension and how long it is and how little they like Jacoby Brissett. It's like that's not a market. 
That's just one random team that we're thinking up on the side. Everyone else has said, no, we're good. We're good. And if the 49ers wanted to change their temperament towards getting something back on Jimmy Garoppolo, perhaps they could maybe drum up some interest with, I don't know, a division rival, the Seattle Seahawks, if they were willing to take on like half the contract. But if they take on half the contract to send them to a division rival, you should just keep them. Because the best thing that you can do if you cut them is take half of his salary and move it over to next year as cap savings. That's like $13 million in a league where the cap is exploding. You're paying $13 million for a good backup quarterback in the modern NFL. So have one for this year with a quarterback in Trey Lance that you like, but you don't really know what you're getting. And uh, have yourself a really good quarterback room. But the 49ers have just botched this thing so badly, I can't expect them to make the prudent, logical decision. And as for the drama that would possibly be created by keeping Jimmy Garoppolo around, I was told adamantly by 49ers coaches and executives all year long, oh, what a great teammate Jimmy Garoppolo is. What a great guy. What a great mentor he is for Trey Lance. Apparently that was all nonsense if you can't keep them in the room and you're willing to take a big hit to your team to get rid of them. So uh, they're going to have to either put their money where their mouth is or they're going to have to just make a smart, prudent decision that's a little bit awkward in the moment. And honestly, if you're trying to win the Super Bowl, keeping Jimmy Garoppolo on your team is a much better choice. I I agree with you, and especially with Dieter, with the uncertainty of what Trey Lance is going to be. Again, two starts last year. First start, the Niners essentially ran the the, the wing T for him in that Cardinal game. <laughs> yeah. And then the second right. game, it was it was a really bad first half against arguably the worst team in the league. And he played well in the second mm-hmm. half when, when Shanahan was able to adjust a little bit. But but mm-hmm. Dieter, I, there's at this point for the Niners, where like you said, this has been completely botched. Having Jimmy G as either heck, even your week one starter or your backup, so if Lance falters, you're more likely yeah. to make a deep playoff run with that than going in with Trey Lance and what? Uh, Nate Sudfeld is your backup quarterback? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, what? where does the 49ers think that they have this quarter where they can just throw away games? I mean, let's also take into account Trey Lance got injured in the preseason. Mm-hmm. He got injured against Arizona. He is a running quarterback. His reaction, his initial reaction upon something going wrong is, oh, I better run. Is that going to keep him on the field for all 17 games? I have a very hard time believing that. It'd be great to see, but I have a very hard time believing that. And if you throw Nate Sudfeld out there, congratulations, you lost. <laughs> I mean, I like Nate Sudfeld. He's a nice guy. But you're not winning games in the NFC West with Nate Sudfeld as your quarterback. You're going to have a hard enough time with Trey Lance as your quarterback. They had a hard enough time with Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. This is not easy. This is the toughest division in football, arguably. And so the notion that uh, you you could just throw Nate Sudfeld out there and, oh, Kyle Shanahan will figure it out. He went 5-11 and with Nick Mullins as his starting quarterback with Jimmy Garoppolo out. They were a, a, just a wreck without Jimmy Garoppolo. And Jimmy Garoppolo's not that good. So it's like... Keep the guy around. His contract expires at the end of the year. Eat some of the awkwardness, yes, but, like, my goodness. Are you trying to win games, or are you trying to make it look like you know what you're doing? Because we clearly know you don't know what you're doing, so try to win some games. Dieter, what do you think uh, ends up happening uh, contract-wise for Debo Samuel? Do you think a deal gets done before the season? No, I, I, I don't. I mean, I think that the, it's thawed, right? I think that the relationship is fine now. Um, and 
I just think so much of it depends on Lance. And Debo Samuel was immensely valuable to the 49ers last year. We saw, obviously, the numbers in the All-Pro season because Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't throw it more than five yards. And perhaps that happens again this year if they keep him around and Jimmy Garoppolo has to play because of injury or land sputtering or whatever. But the offense, as you guys noted, has to change uh, with Trey Lance as the quarterback. They have to push the ball further downfield. Is Debo Samuel that valuable as a downfield threat? He's good at it. I don't know if he's great at it. What he's great at is getting the ball behind the line of scrimmage or at the line of scrimmage, running through seven dudes and getting a touchdown. So that was immensely valuable in the old 49ers offense. I don't know if he's going to be as valuable in the new 49ers offense. This guy's got franchise tag written all over him from my perspective. But again, I'm not sure the 49ers know what they're doing. So they might give him the most, most money for a wide receiver ever, uh, give Nick Bosa the most money for a defensive end ever, and, and move forward because, well, you know, they, they, have kind of, <laughs> they have kind of botched getting rid of one of their largest contracts, two largest contracts in D. Ford and, and Jimmy Garoppolo. So cap management has not been one of their skill sets to date. Either doesn't, doesn't that uh, variance from the front office make it a, a fun team to cover then? <laughs> oh, no, it's a blast. This is, it, 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 yeah, it, as annoying as it is for fans, uh, as annoyed as I can be as somebody who's just kind of looking at it and saying, what the hell are you guys doing? Uh, they, they do keep it interesting. Heaven, heaven forbid it not be interesting down in Santa Clara and having a fan base that's absolutely rabid and, uh, and multi-state. It, it's really, it's fantastic stuff, but my goodness, they have, they have not done very well this offseason, and this should have been the big one. This should have been yep. a huge offseason for the 49ers to make a push. You got a kid on a, a quarterback on a rookie deal. Uh, you got players that, you know, caps exploding. You got players that need new contracts. This, this could have been the big one where they made a big splash, went out and got some big time free agents with all that money that Garoppolo freed up. And instead, they got, you know, like one cornerback. It was good, but like <laughs> not changing anybody's uh, perception on who's going to win the, the West and uh, nothing else. And they're, they're just sort of holding on. I, I don't think they had that much to hold on to before this season, offseason started. So just sort of grabbing on it and hoping that what they had was good enough. Clearly it wasn't, and uh, I'm fascinated to see how it all plays out. So, so Dieter, from what I'm taking from what you're saying is that you're, you're still in the expectation here that the Niners, of course, people will forget this because they made the NFC title game. They did finish third yeah. in the division last year. They finished behind both Arizona right. and the Rams that you – are pretty much in a camp that this is still a nice gap between L.A. and the 49ers here. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing that makes it a little bit tight is the fact that the 49ers, up until the NFC Championship game, have had the Rams numbers. So uh, the Niners are kind of that that classic wild card team, right? Even in a seven-team playoff structure, I mean, they're looking at 10-11, and it could go a lot worse. I guess it could go a lot better, too. I mean, there's a real chance with Trey Lance and all of his potential, could be an MVP candidate this season. I wouldn't discount it. Um, we've certainly seen stuff like that happen before. So, uh, but they just they just kind of have that that right on the edge feeling about them as they did last year when they were down right out of it and pulled it together late in the season. And uh, you know, even beforehand, this is just not going to be the team that we saw that went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. It's, it's just too big of a stretch to, to see this team with the talent that they have and some of the moves that they've made uh, get back to that level. I, I just don't know if I trust the defense as much as, as people around here do, and, and the offense is a positive, negative, it's a question mark. So we're going to find out.
He's Dieter Kurdenbach. Uh, you can find him on the tweets at Dieter. Find his work uh, in, in the papers of the Bay Area News Group. Uh, Dieter, always a pleasure. Uh, thanks for hopping on with us this morning. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Absolutely. Good to talk to Dieter Kurdenbach. By the way, before we get to the Seahawks in the final segment where we have been holding out Brian Ortega's hot take on the Seahawks the whole show. Well, remember, Brian, yesterday you had a hot take on the Saints that you immediately retracted. You are not going to have the opportunity to do that today. No, if, I, if, that's if you don't true. like your hot take 10 minutes later. I feel pretty good about this okay. one. One other note. One other note. Chris Lowe, ESPN. Kirby Smart. 10-year extension. $112 million. That's a whole lot of cash. Well, Kirby Smart's going to be staying in Georgia for, uh, for quite a while. No shock there for the newest national champion. Seahawks preview coming your way next here on a numbers game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ben MGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with Ben MGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that, redeem, that can be redeemed, I should say, for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. If you're planning a trip of, to Vegas today, you can convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, hotel rooms, at over 20 MGM resorts properties located on the Vegas Strip and nationwide. So BetMGM rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program with exclusive offers, Incredible experiences and valuable perks when you wager on BetMGM. So sign up today or log on with your current account to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older to place a wager. Gambling problem call one under Gambler. There you go. That was a read. Speeding through it here, Brian Ortega. I'm Jeff Parles. As I said, Brian Ortega is here as well. All right, Brian, I'm going to let you say your take at the beginning of this. 
because there are nine minutes to go in the show, roughly. I want to give you the full allotment of time to potentially retract your statement like you did yesterday on the Saints. So, <laughs> uh, to, pref- to pre- preface this by saying, I am a two-time Packers owner. And it two must times. Be said, he has two shares. Two guys. shares. He's two, two shares. shares. Um, the Seahawks have been really one of the better rivals for the longest time because of Russell Wilson. But I don't see it this year. I, I am so excited to watch the Seahawks have the absolute worst season. But also, it's just their, their roster is not there. And especially with this division, I don't think, I don't think they can hang. Are you going to say they're going to be the worst team in the NFL? You going to do it? Oh, I did say that at the beginning, didn't you, I? You said uh, it before the show. That's what I was waiting for. Yes. There I'll we say go. Yes. You have eight minutes and 35 seconds to possibly track that statement. <laughs> okay. Seahawks, there you go. It is very odd to see this with a franchise that has been very consistent since the drafting of Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, of course, is no longer there. Traded to the Broncos. In return, they got a bunch of draft picks, Drew Locke, and no fan. And because of that, and a roster that was, other than DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, has really been middling. And I'll throw Quandre Diggs in there as well. Really been middling for the last few years. It's a bad roster with bad quarterback play and with a head coach that, quite frankly, trading Russell Wilson was the perfect excuse for the Seahawks brass to say, you know what, Pete, you had an amazing run. Also, by the way, Bobby Wagner's not there anymore. You had an amazing run, Pete Carroll. You won us a Super Bowl. You were one yard away from winning a second. It's time. It is time to step away. Also, by the way, Brian Ortega, and what is a number that always stuns me whenever we bring this up, Pete Carroll will be 71 after their first game. 71, which is the oldest coach, which makes him the oldest coach in the National Football League. Got a lot of energy running up and down those sidelines. Well, the, the, he's wearing out the gum still. Still wearing it out all these years. But this is just a bad roster. And I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't try to unload Metcalf this offseason. After seeing what A.J. Brown got, he got back for A.J. Brown, what Tyree Kill got back. I'm a little surprised that they didn't trade D.K. Metcalf this offseason around the draft. Could have got something pretty good back for Metcalf. Or even Lockett. You wouldn't have got as much for Lockett as you would have for Metcalf, but someone would have been willing to give you a good package back for Lockett, who is perennially the most underrated receiver in football. Yeah, he's always running down the field. Well, he always have Russell Wilson just to lob him balls now. The moon ball. The moon ball. The moon yeah. ball. The murder ball, as Packer fans know it. <laughs> Five and a half is the win total on the Seahawks. Now, you look at Seattle, plus 450 to make the playoffs. 12 to 1 to win the West. That's how bad this roster is. They're 12 to 1 to win the West when they've been basically a perennial favorite all these years. 66 to 1 to win the NFC, 150 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. So I am not I am not in that camp at all for betting any of those numbers, other than maybe under five and a half. I'd look for a six for betting anything there. Let's get Seattle's schedule here. Let's get Seattle's schedule here because let's see how good five and a half really can be as you look at the schedule. They, of course, opened the season. NFL, smartly, 
dramatically, opening the season at home. Monday Night Football, Russell Wilson returns. Getting it out of the way early. Wasn't like last year where Tom Brady waited till week four to go to Foxborough. Boom. First Monday Night game with Joe and Troy on ESPN. We get the Broncos at the Seahawks. Brian, I'm going to go out on a limb here. And ask me in five weeks how I feel about this. Seattle Seahawks are not only going to cover on Monday night against Russell Wilson, but I will probably have a piece of that money line week one. We might have to clip that. Just just, just have future, it. Just you know? have it. Again, that will not be my worst prediction ever made on air. But it'll be up there when Denver wins the game 31-7. to But... I am really curious after that, as we look at the rest of their schedule. 49ers week two, they're going to get pummeled unless if Trey Lance is starting and looks really bad. But then all of a sudden here, weeks three through six, and maybe we'll make it three through eight, actually, for the purposes of this. They'll lose big at, at, uh, that's a dollar in, in, in the jar for calling the Chargers San Diego there. Uh, at L.A. Week 7, they'll lose to the Chargers. But you look at the rest of, the rest of that stretch through the first, through weeks 3 through 8. Seattle, Atlanta, get, get, get ready for that one. That's going to be a doozy. That's going to be the best game of the entire week. It's going to be the game of the week, W-E-A-K, between Seattle and the Falcons. And then they followed up Week 2 or week four, I should say, in this, this two-week stretch from week three to week eight, so week four, at Detroit. I'm not going to say it's going to be impossible for them to go on the road and win at Detroit, even though I think the Lions are going to be much better than them. They'll lose at New Orleans, even though, remember, that's New Orleans coming back after London, so it could be a weird travel thing for the Saints. Cardinals at home week six, they'll lose even without Hopkins. And then the Giants. I know the Giants have actually had more success than other teams up in Seattle uh, than you would expect for being a mediocre franchise over the last decade, but that is a winnable game. The problem is after that, after that that six-week stretch from week three to week eight, there's maybe two games on the schedule that they could even potentially be favored. And if the Panthers are improved and if the Jets are improved by week 17 – there is a realistic chance that Seattle is not favored from week nine through week 18 pretty easily. So I think five and a half is about five and a half is a fine number. They, they could be like Atlanta of last year, Brian, like we talked about yesterday, yesterday where the Falcons were dreadful bottom five point differential, but they won seven. This could be a team that looks horrible but steals a few games early they're not supposed to, and they somehow win six or seven. And that is the one danger in a 17-game schedule going under a low total at this point. But it really does. Like We're talking about a quarterback battle between Drew Locke and Geno Smith, who in all honesty, Brian Ortega, have actually had pretty similar career paths here. Guys who we thought were going to get drafted in round one fall out of the first round, end up being starters as second-round quarterbacks, and are out of their original organization before the rookie deals are up. So 
They're very similar guys. For what it's worth, I would rather start Drew Locke because we know what Geno Smith is at this, at this point in his career. He is a backup. He's actually a pretty solid backup. But you're not, you're not going forward. And if you're wanting to tank, you maybe go with Geno. But Geno is good enough to sneak a few games. Drew Locke, you have a, var- a range of variants here because there is a path where Drew Locke could actually be a starter in this league. It's, it's a small path. But it's there. But you also have the variance. If we get Drew, Drew Locke the bad that we saw in Denver, oh, boy. You want Palooza? you got it, baby. You could get a scenario where Drew Locke is bad to a point where you actually are benching him for Geno. But you could also be seven or eight losses in the hole by then, which would be phenomenal for tanking purposes for Seattle. In the end here, this division, the Rams are going to repeat as division champions. The Niners and the Cardinals flip. I think Arizona is one of your bigger underachievers this year in the NFL. Niners find a way to sneak in, get get a playoff spot, and then Seattle finishes in last. It's just a matter of will they be three and fourteen or will they be six and eleven? Be bad there in Seattle for the first time in a long time. The Lombardi lines come your way next. We're back tomorrow here on a numbers game. Dave Ross and Michael Lombardi come your way next on the Lombardi line here in Mason. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.